Uh, everybody, take off your shoes. Get comfy. Get your uh, bathrobe on. Uh, put on, you know, get the lights all nice and the way you like them. Uh, it's time for the complete guide to Koholand. I'm Zach. I'm Ryan. Uh, today we're talking about uh, Link's Awakening map tile K7. Mm. That's uh, somewhere. Uh, that's in Candlelight Castle. Is it and inside Candlelight Castle or is it outside Candlelight Castle? It is mostly. It's a, you've okay. Zach, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, it's in the southeastern corner of the Candlelight Zone. And it's a place where on your way, when you're going along that secret eastern, you know, back way, you can go into this tile and see across the wall into the courtyard. There's also stairs down into the moat, which are necessary because you can jump off the bridge into the moat after Kiki builds the bridge, but... That that part isn't interesting. What's interesting is here you can like get a peek inside the castle and see that there are guards around. And it's another place in the game where you can see a, an area before you get to that area, and those are always very good. So I disagree that those stairs aren't interesting. What? The stairs leading into the water. Yeah? You said they're uninteresting. I think they're okay. interesting. Why is that? Uh, because I recently played uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Randomizer. Uh, I played that over two Sundays uh, the last couple weeks. And uh, you really learn a lot about the game when you play the game out of order. Mm-hmm. And you have to stretch your brain in ways that uh, sometimes I didn't think... Yeah, it was very interesting, very uh, illuminating experience. Yeah, I got to watch you play some of it. And the, I was yelling at the screen for parts of it. You should probably just type into chat, but that's I okay. couldn't get chat working. That's that's a that's the Twitch experience right there. Um, this so because you do things out of order, I don't think I ever in that playthrough got Kiki to build the bridge. Oh, uh, I think that's how that ended. I never completed the trade sequence. I never even like got very far in the trade sequence. I don't think. Oh no! I, towards the at the very end of the game, I started to do the trade sequence, and then I found something better. Um, at the very end of my playthrough, rather. Uh, and so without the, that bridge there, uh, you can just uh, swim on through that, and without the drawbridge down, you can swim through that. So it's kind of like it was swim fun. The d- drawbridge. Yeah, because the drawbridge isn't there, right? The no, that, oh. it's not a drawbridge. It's oh, just it's a gate. gate. Oh, the gate. I'm sorry. I'm getting games mixed up. I've been playing a lot of games. Sorry. Uh, anyways, well, yeah. Save them can... for their own podcast. The complete guide to... Anyways. Um, yeah, but you can... I got the, the flippers real early on in the playthrough. And I was able to swim up into the Candlelit area here. Mm-hmm. And go into that phone booth and that other thing. And they led to completely different places. So the randomizer for people that don't know randomizers, uh, a lot of people these days like to take old games and use math and programming to reorganize the games to create a new experience. Uh, the p- 
popular there's a, there's a lot, there's more than there's quite a few popular ones but there's a couple popular zelda ones there's the uh, original loz randomizer which is insanely robust to the point that it's practically like a roguelike in some respects mm. like it's insane how much you can randomize that game and then link to the past randomizer which is kind of another ex- incredibly popular one and so some folks made a and are currently developing as what they call zelda 4 randomizer um, I learned, uh, I guess the biggest lesson is it turns out it's really hard to do anything in Link's Awakening without the Rock's Feather. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I did not get till very late in my playthrough. Um, and you start to really bristle against a lot of the game. You can't complete a dun- in, like hardly any dungeon uh, without the Rock's Feather. The game expects you, because the Rock's Feather is a very early game item, like the game is designed in a way that you are expected to be able to jump over sure. stuff very early on. Uh-huh. It's like even Bottle Grotto, it's like, oh, I need the jump, I need to jump, I need this, I need this, so... Um... I don't I don't have a terrible amount to say, uh... Because it was kind of a giant angry blur. Well, yeah, I, like, most of what I found interesting about the randomizer was just stuff that's inherent to the randomizer experience like oh gosh it's kooky that you go in different rooms and you go in and then entrance and you come out a different place (laughs) and i really wanted you like because you had access to uh the quadruplets house right away i was like you should go out the other entrance of the quadruplets house and see yeah i did not do that for a while then i was like and then i saw i think you sent me a message on a different chat protocol like oh yeah, I haven't done that yet. That's why I should do that. Um, yep. Yeah, no, no, it was interesting and uh, fun, and I'm out of things to talk about. I don't know. Okay, that, you that rocks, do a different that time. That rock's feather is a pain to move around this game without. I thought I thought at the time it would be interesting to see somebody do something like this uh, with um, one of the Oracle games. I forget which one. Well, both of them have the rock's feather, but you don't get it till much later. Oh, okay. And it would be but that those are so the the maps like we've no. said all, so many times are yeah. so restricted. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing interesting to do. Uh, I bet the randomizer logic, just because of how the world is set up, would be so constrained that no matter what seed you put in, you just got the vanilla set because there's only one way to explore those worlds that's that would or like yeah there probably would not be that much variation and i guess that's just because like yeah like you said the 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 world map there is tricky and a lot of these randomizers uh keep the world maps the same even loz randomizer i don't think changes the overworld um and very little out there has done the work very little very few games fan games or otherwise have done the work to create randomized overworlds uh except for a game that i just remembered what uh lena's inception i found it on uh itch like years ago and they totally it's a zelda like kind of thing and they do randomly generated overworlds that take into account item acquisition order um I don't know where that I need to check up. It's been a minute since I looked back at that game and see where the development's at. But uh, I remember that being really rad. 
I'm looking at it now. It looks cool. Mac OS 10.5 and later are not supported. Oh, no. You know, it is supported. What would Listening that be? Listening to the next episode of our podcast, uh, J4. 